It is the playoffs, it's five below, and there's one loyal fan wearing nothing but a G-string and the team colors painted on his body. He doesn't look too happy. <laughs> well, maybe the paint has shut off his pores and he's slowly suffocating. Still, that is a real fan. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Here we are again, Greg. Alan. <laughs> That's right. My name's Alan. And I'm Greg. There it is. Uh, and uh, we're back to, to talk some more Simpsons. Yeah. Gabbing yeah. about guys on The Simpsons. Gabbing about God. Sure. Just, just doing some stuff. <laughs> That's right. Um, and that quote came from Lisa the Greek. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of two episodes we'll be talking about Our today. first episode on the docket. That's right. Yeah. You got it. Absolutely. Um... But before we get into all that, mm -hmm. we have a correction and an omission. Oh, no way. We do. Really? Uh, By that I mean we have one thing. Okay. Corrections <laughs> and omissions. Corrections and omissions. Um, so this... <laughs> thank you. Um, the theme song gets better every time. Oh, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this correction and, or omission uh, comes from Janelle, uh, past guest. God damn it. She's supposed to be on our side. <laughs> uh, she is. Um, she said she was listening to our last episode and she wished she was here so she could uh, help uh, with this quote. Mm. Um, if you recall, I was talking about the uh, Phineas Q. Butterworth's uh, ice cream parlor. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't remember the quote where she says, I've misjudged you from Lisa the Beauty Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so she told me, told me about this in person, and then I said, well, send it to her email so we have it in writing, and, uh, so her, her email, and I quote, is, that quote you said wrong for that episode should be the right one. <laughs> so that was just to, just to stick it to me, because she's like, I just told you I shouldn't need to email you too. <laughs> she's right, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, without it in writing, I can't remember the quote. No, it's so, true. Anyway, the, the gist of it is, uh, she comes and she's like, you know, really gruff and angry yeah. at Bart, and he's like, you know, I was just thinking how a woman uh, working at an ice cream store could keep such a slim figure, and she goes, I've misjudged you, <laughs> and gives him a giant plate of ice cream. <laughs> Great joke. Yes. So, that's uh, Corrections and Omissions. All right. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you, Janelle. Yeah. All right, uh, and I suppose we have something else that we have to do before we dive into the episodes. Do we? Yeah. Get I'm, some beers? Well, because after this case that we're working on... In the other case. In the other case. There's only one case left. Yeah, so we probably should get some, get some more beers. beers. Yeah, yeah, Barney's right. Um. <laughs> uh, no, we should probably uh, introduce our guest. Yeah, I suppose. Because she's been sitting here so quietly and patiently. So patient, it's wonderful. yeah. It's great. Uh, I was waiting for you to introduce me. And, <laughs> no, and we appreciate that. We didn't introduce you yet. I don't know that I, this is the first time I've been on this, this podcast. I don't want to jump in all willy-nilly and Yeah, that's, we, that's true. This is and not, we do appreciate that. This is not the Cinepals. It's not just a fucking free-for-all. <laughs> we try and have some decorum here yeah. with Two Bad Neighbors. So, Ali Direct, everybody. Ali Direct is our guest today. Hi, Ali. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the 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 Cinepals. Not this is too bad neighbors. <laughs> good, Greg. Uh, Off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, welcome to. Too you know bad where neighbors. we are right I'm, now, right? Where? 
Uh, we're in Boathouse Studios. Boathouse Studios. We're back yes. in Boathouse Studios again. Yes, yeah. Boathouse Studios. Um, so yeah. Do you prefer we, Allie or Allison? You've known me for eight years, and, and I've called you both. Do. Yeah. I want to know what you prefer. Ooh. Um, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. For this. And is so I credit you correctly. IRL. Yeah. Um, I would say friendship-wise. I prefer Allie. Mm-hmm. Professionally, I also prefer Allie. Okay. Mother-wise, mm-hmm. I prefer Allie. Like, but when, I like usually... when you become a mother? No. Oh. In regards to my own mother. Oh, you prefer if she calls you Allie. I prefer if she calls me Allie. She usually calls me Joshua Martino, which are my brother's names. Oh, okay. <laughs> She'll never listen <laughs> Not to just strange, <laughs> strange nicknames. Yes. Um... <laughs> So generally, Allie is what yeah. you prefer. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, what about listen? Drop the A. Listen? Al- what about Lottie? I'll listen. listening listen. for me? Listen, lady. Um, this is the listen lady. That's an episode for later. <laughs> Should we get to know our guest a little bit? Okay. All right. Uh, this is a segment. Uh, so yeah, so here on Two Bad Neighbors, we have a segment called "What's Your Story?" Ooh, what is my story? That's what we're going That's... to find out. <laughs> Great. So you tell us what your story is. Ooh. And generally, we like to preface it with, uh, in terms of Simpsons, like what your history was with the mm. show, mm-hmm. uh, how, you know, any favorite episodes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can spice it up any way you like. Great. Um, well, grew up in a very uh, Catholic household. So, little Joshua Martino over here was not allowed to watch Simpsons as a child. Uh, classic. So, I s- literally snuck Simpsons in as as much as possible. It was like, oh, nice. oh mom's having a bath, I'm going to go run downstairs and watch Simpsons. Because <laughs> it was always on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. Um, and then over at my dad's house, I just watched whatever I want. Nice. Yeah. Does your mom know that they're like a strict brand of like Christian Presbo Lutheranism? Pardon me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like the Simpsons are like one of the only um, TV families that go to church that goes, regularly. That goes to church regularly. Uh, probably not, because I don't know if she's ever watched a full episode of the Simpsons. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that that's that's actually a, a big deal in the world of the Simpsons, and I'm actually kind of glad you brought that up. Uh, simply because there's a there's a whole book um, about theology in yeah. the Simpsons hmm. out there that uh, I haven't read yet, but I would like to. Um, God has five fingers. He does. He and God does have five fingers in The Simpsons, uh, and he's voiced by Harry Shearer. Most most of the time. Most of the time. I think Troy McClure has done him before. Mm. You mean Phil Hartman? Yep. <laughs> that's the second. That's the second time. Mm, Troy McClure is his name in my heart. Phil Hartman did sense. the voice of the Escalator to of, heaven. To heaven. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. I don't and think he's gets hit by a car. He's he's been Moses, but yep. I don't think he's been God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Troy McClure is such a versatile actor. He really he is. This. He can play an escalator. He can be in infomercials. Yeah. He can be in educational videos. You mean Phil Hartman? No, I actually mean Troy McClure. Well, he is. Um, his his passion project is one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> Professor Horatio Huffnagel and the... The, 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 fabul- fab- the fabulous claptraption of Professor Horatio <laughs> Huffnagel. <laughs> so much isn't it great that's one of my favorite uh <laughs> jokes ever and it's at the very end of that episode yeah. it's just over the credits it's yep. so funny <laughs> uh 
Um, so, Allie, mm. uh, as we're still in What's Your Story? Uh. What? <laughs> what was that sound? Huh? Huh? Huh. <laughs> that was a uh, acknowledgement questioning reaction. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, do you, like, do you have a favorite episode off the top of your head? Oh my gosh. Um, any future stuff. Okay. Like, I love... Lisa's Wedding? Where yeah. Hugh? Hugh? Yeah, uh, Lisa's Wedding. And voiced like... by Mandy Patinkin. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know that either. I, I have was, like, even more of a crush on Hugh now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, body of a rabbit and the head of a rabbit. Esquilax. 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 Here, bunny. Here, bunny. Here, Esquilax. <laughs> yes. Um, That's one of the first, if not the first, future episode. I want to say it is because for me, the future episodes all kind of go down from there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even in this one that hand. we just watched, there's like a brief. Oh yeah, there's a lot of like flash forward, yeah, flash yeah, yeah. forwards, and like, like most of them are like dream sequences, like imagining like, oh, what will my life be like if I do this, and yeah. that kind of thing. And those are great. I love them all. I know all of them. Um, so yeah, I really like Lisa's wedding. I also really like what's the? It's like. The 342nd episode Spectacular or something? 138th episode Spectacular. That's the one, yes. Um, Essentially a glorified clip show. I know, but I love it so much. Oh yeah, no, it's great. Oh my god, and I love that they replaced Lisa. I think oh, that's, that's uh, the Simpsons spin-off showcase. Oh, yeah, the, oh, no, no, no. the, si- the yeah. Simpsons spin-off showcase, oh, okay, and, okay, okay. and, she, and the, it's the pom-pom girl, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah. I was not allowed to watch the show as a child. Yeah. <laughs> the, that's okay. That one's actually, we're, the, we're the experts for a yes. reason. The, yes. the, the spin-off showcase is actually, I think, technically a better episode, simply because it doesn't reuse old footage. Mm. It's it, it's a it's a it's like a, just a three-parter Weird episode. It's it's like an it's an anthology episode. Yeah, like Treehouse. That's, that's not a horror. Treehouse of Horror yeah. episode, which yeah. is which is really funny. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they would do some more of those. Mm. Um, I love the the Skinner and uh, Skinner and Wiggum. Wiggum. So funny, uh, but yeah, the, the the big like spectacular. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> I was super confused. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like that was one of the ones that I watched like when it aired. So I was like. I don't know. Ten? Me too. Yeah. So I just remember being like, what? What's happening? Why? Why? Because I, I didn't get it. But it's like one of those episodes that just like stuck with me and I was like, oh yeah. Sure. Nice. It's yeah. a really good choice. Thank you. That's a fun one. Thank you. Um, so in terms of these two episodes we watched today, mm-hmm. do you remember watching them before? Um... Or are they kind of fresh to you? I remember watching Homer Alone mm-hmm. as a child. And I feel like I wa- I, I have seen Lisa the Greek before. Um, but like, maybe like as a rerun in a bar somewhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in a bar? Yeah. Like you were at a bar and they were playing Simpsons? Yeah, so... What hour is this? That was a thing. Totally. That was a huge thing. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I, well, I was too young, I guess. It's in, that's in... What does that mean? You're older than me. Well, did you... That's in Planet Simpson. Is this when you were an adult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. I was... He talks about that in Planet Simpson. Okay. So I when know. I was... You'll know... You both know Esmeralda's in Lethbridge. Ezzy's. Ezzy's. We, we call it. I, well, oh, I didn't I, know what it was ever called Esmeralda's. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, the official um, name is Esmeralda's. Yes. 
Well, when I turned 18, I went there a lot because I hated my life. Of course. That's um, fair. And, like, and they would have TVs there, so I would change the channel to The Simpsons, and I would watch Simpsons while my friends would get drunk. Mm. And I remember, like, get, getting hassled because they were like, hey, instead of watching this shitty rerun of The Simpsons, do you mind if we put on the hockey game? I'm like, hey, I do mind. <laughs> I was here. You're drunk. You're not going to know the score, so go away. <laughs> Well, that's, I guess that brings up an uh, interesting point for me in terms of growing up in Lethbridge is that I didn't go to bars uh, even once I turned of age mm. um, because I hated the bars of Lethbridge. Yeah, because they were terrible. Yeah. There was and only so, one good one. Which one? The Backstreet. Sure. That's, that's a pub. Yeah. Oh, there's a difference? Yes. What's the difference, guys? The uh, amount of clothing that women are expected <laughs> to wear when going there. Really? Oh yeah, a bar. Yeah. A is pub like... is a, is more of a like a shitty restaurant that serves alcohol, right? Yeah. Whereas so uh, the best a place bar in the universe is a place is that serves about. alcohol and like maybe they'll have some some food. Yeah. Maybe they'll have chips that yeah. you can buy because yeah. technically so like a, a you pub... have to be able to serve food. <laughs> a pub yeah. like focuses more on food than uh, a bar. A bar focuses on the drinks and like Ali said, slutty women. I never right. said slutty I, women. By slutty women, I mean dressed slutty. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. All right. Um, that was, what's your story? Thanks for telling <laughs> us your story. You're welcome. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Lisa the Greek. I shouldn't say a little bit. We always go really, really long. And it's, let's do it. Let's just <clears throat> go. Let's make it happen. The plot of this episode very interesting, actually, because it's Lisa who wants to forge a relationship with Homer rather than the other way around. And it's not Marge who's badgering Homer mm -hmm. to form a relationship. It's Marge who's giving Lisa advice on how to do it. That's totally. right. Which is very, very interesting. Um, so Lisa finds a way into Homer's heart by watching football games and eventually helping him bet on football games. This whole series of... Uh, fun daddy-daughter Sundays kind of uh, comes to a head on Super Bowl Sunday when Homer ruins everything and tells Lisa that after all the fun they've had, they're not going to be hanging out on Sundays anymore because the football season's over. Lisa's naturally dejected by this. Heartbroken. Mm. Yeah, very heartbroken, as she has every it's right like, to be. It's like that point of she's all that. When, when she's like, was I a bet? Yeah. Was I a stupid bet? Was I a fucking bet? Were nope. you using She me says bet? that. Is it fucking? Yeah. And she's all that? It's PG-13. Really? No. Yeah. Was I a bet? Was I a stupid bet? Tell I'm me I sure was a bet. I'm pretty sure it's a stupid bet. Tell me I was a bet. That's... That is from Clone High. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I was a bet. Tell me. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm very confused. Does... Do you guys, are you looking this up? I'm going to look it up. Please, <laughs> please do, and you'll see that I'm right, because I remember it, because I watched She's All That and The Matrix back to back. That's a great double feature. It was amazing. Guys, <laughs> if you ever, if you ever want to have your mind blown, just watch She's All That. According to IMDb, which is a perfect... Uh, resource infallible. for this kind of thing. Yes, no, infallible. Basically the Pope. Um, I, am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? Whoa. She says fucking. All right. Maybe it's just because I've brain, only seen... 
I've seen so many more parodies of that than I've seen the actual I think, thing. I think it's because so I've in my only brain, seen it's... She's All That on like movie time. Oh yeah, I mean, that might be yeah, it. where they change it to stupid. Yeah. Which is why I knew it was a fucking bet <laughs> because <is> because <laughs> it's dubbed you over. You have it on yeah. DVD. No, because it's dubbed <laughs> over poorly. You have the two disc special have edition. The criterion. Yeah, of course. Edition. This is what happens when you fight a stranger in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you find a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. Oh, fight, trying... fight a stranger in the Alps. It's yeah. fight a stranger it in fight? the Alps. I thought it was find. No, I think it's fight. Oh this is God. what happens when you fight a stranger in the Alps. Yeah. Either way, it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> in the context of the movie Big Lebowski. Um, None. None. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon, however. That makes, makes sense, all the sense in context of Die Hard 2. <laughs> Not in context of Die Hard 1. Which in Die Hard 1, they dub it to my friend. Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, oh. my friend. <laughs> it always sounds weird, because like, it's some weird sound alike to come in. They yeah. shouldn't play movies like Die Hard, especially, no. yeah. especially the ones that are rated R. Yeah. I have to say, I would love to get in the voice-matching game to, like... <laughs> that's actually to some, edit stuff. Yeah, that's, that's actually something I've always wondered, though, and even right now when I said it, I'm like, like did, did they actually get Bruce Willis... You know, do they, do they have something in his contract where it's like, if this ever gets put on TV, you need to come in and, like, I record think there is stuff really? for... Yeah, because they, well, they have him in for ADR sessions. Yeah. It's yeah, so like, I wonder if, they, if they're like, oh, okay, we need to, like, change these swears to something. No, but so it would be ADR to... for the film, like, for the release. It wouldn't be ADR for the movie time release, Well, no, they, right? they, well, they would have the, ma- they would have the television, they would have had the television release yeah. at that po- point in time, right? Because, like, the movies on television was a like was kind of like a big thing and then it was gone. Yeah. It's cuz I feel like it's gone now or it's leaving. Well, yeah. yeah. Right now we have Netflix. Yeah. And the internet. And it and like Netflix yeah. edits their stuff too though. What? Really? Yeah. Sometimes. Like what? So, not always, yeah, but some and not necessarily swearing, but they cut scenes. What? I started to watch Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring on Netflix the other day. Yeah. They cut a whole part in the beginning. What? They, where they don't even show Isildur go to Mount Doom and, and be about to throw the ring in. What? And, what? and Elrond's like, Isildur! It just... Cast it, it into the fire? Yeah, it cuts then, out a bit. What, what's going on? So then it just, it goes from uh, him finding the ring uh, after killing, uh, or chopping off Sauron's hand. Because right? he's not dead, he's just he's, yeah. severed yeah. from his power. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> just easy, sure. easy. Lord right. of the Rings nerd. Um... <laughs> But it cuts from that, and it has, like, the voiceover of uh, Galadriel being like, uh, but the hearts of men are not, are, like, weak or whatever. And it cuts to him, like, riding on his horse with the ring around his neck, yeah. looking smug. And I'm like, wait Never. a minute. Do, we need to see him, not need, like, decide but, not to throw the ring But in. is that, is that in see... the extended edition, no. or is it in the film? Well, I remember that's from in the theatrical. That's oh, in the okay. theatrical edition, because that's very, very important, huh. because it's super foreshadowing. To Frodo. Return of the King. Yeah. Right? Because he finds himself at that exact, exact same same point. Weird. It's so important that that scene uh, pisses me off. That's super weird. Um, I was watching uh, Xena when it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Um, but there was one episode that is just straight up not on Netflix because it, it's the second musical episode. So I think because of the... Hold on. Back up. <laughs> Back up a second. Second musical episode? Uh, yes, the first... Xena the Warrior Princess Zena... we're talking about, right? There were only five seasons of that show, right? There's six. Excuse me. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
And there's two yes, musical episodes. The first musical episode is called The Bittersweet. Okay. Uh, sure. Right? Why not? The second episode is called Liar Liar Hearts on Fire. Match. Obviously. <laughs> and in the first one, they... This is now a Xeno podcast, guys. I hope you're okay with it. That's what I'm happened with. So not okay. That's with what that. happens when you get me on your show. Um, so the first one they had like written all of original music for it, and then the second one they just used like Licensed everyday music? music. Yeah. So like the first oh, one of the songs is like Netflix. from Bye Bye Birdie, and mm. one of, and dancing in the moonlight is by Juxer's twin brother. Oh, who we all know and love. Yeah. Okay, that famous. That character. makes sense, though. Yeah, so that so I I knew that that was a thing, but I never knew that they would like go in and straight up. They did it with Pride and Prejudice. Trim. What? The um, the oh, they changed the Kira Knightley one. The ending for that. They, yeah. they did the British. They did the British version. Yeah, which British is version, fair. Which is better. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Uh, now I'd like to move to a segment I like to call "Getting Back on Track." Great. Getting back on track. Choo, that was a famous choo. Two Bad Neighbors tangent. Now, absolutely. Lisa the Greek. Yeah. Where, what were we talking about? How did we get on this tangent? I can't remember. Greek. Thank um, you. So, um. Oh, I said it was like the She's All That. Right. Tell me I was, was like, I bet. Yeah. Right. We're back yeah, on track. We're back. Yeah. back on track. Yeah. Right. We're back. So, after Lisa finds out that Homer was just using him, using her for, for betting, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, she's completely heartbroken. She gives all the toys away that Homer uh, bought for her in a really, Build really begotten. funny. Oh my god, so good! Really, really funny uh, turn. Um, and then she says, "If I love you, the Washington Redskins are going to win the football game." And <laughs> Super if I, Bowl twenty six. And if I don't, the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl. Uh, so Homer doesn't bet any money on it. He's just looking at. He's just, he's just the hoping game. the Redskins will win because yeah. he wants to start. And that's the last time anyone ever said that. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have the fun fact about this episode, or should I say it? Uh, I have several, but I, so I don't know which one you're referring to. But I'm referring go for to the prediction. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but you go ahead. Um, so the reason that the um, that they predicted. So I wrote down in my in, in my notes here. Um, I love that you have notes. Yeah. I wrote down in my notes that Simpsons Super Bowl is Washington Redskins and Buffalo Bills. Does this mean the Simpsons hate the Native Americans? No. <laughs> Not at all. Because that's who was playing the Super Bowl when this Super Bowl 26. episode yeah. was, was aired. And they were right. Yeah. So the Redskins did win. Yeah. And uh, in subsequent reruns, they would, mm. they would overdub... Uh, speaking of dubbing, the uh, teams playing for whatever Super Bowl was actually happening that year. Oh. And I believe every time so far they've correctly predicted the winner. Whoa! Almost Anytime every time they've done it. It's the, yeah. They, so like, they, they haven't, haven't done it every year. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, every every time they've done it, they have correctly predicted the winner. And That's who is it? it Al Jean. Fucking Al Jean. <laughs> um... Was he the one who says he always bets yeah, against... Yeah, he always bets against Lisa's prediction yeah. and always loses. And he's like, why didn't I listen to Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Because he thinks the generals are due. <laughs> I thought the generals were due! <laughs> he's spinning the ball! Just take it! Just take it! Well, when you're right, that game was rigged. of the time, you're wrong 48%, 48% of the time. Why didn't you tell me that? Just tell um, me that before. 
Can we uh, quickly go to the guest house? Sure, let's let's hop in there. So we're in the de- in the guest house, and our one guest is Phil Hartman as Smooth Jimmy Apollo and Troy McClure. Of course, <laughs> I just wanted to say his name, the character. Smooth name. Jimmy I Apollo. I love that character's that's, name. That's pretty good. That's great. Yeah, Smooth Jimmy Apollo. His <laughs> lock of the week. <laughs> Does he ever show up again? No. Great. No, he's not. <laughs> Phil Hartman does a lot of bit characters. That, yeah. Uh, so you don't good. really realize until you systematically go through every episode, as we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Because he's always great. No, yeah, he, um... I, I never really uh, understood how versatile his, his voice was. Like, he's just as good as... Like, his he plays just as many characters as, as like, uh, as, as Castellaneta. Mm-hmm. Um... And he and like he's very versatile, but it, but his voice is still very distinct. Very distinct. So for the most part, we can usually tell. There's yeah. they've he surprised us a couple times. Yes, he has. So. Which is really cool. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, so what did we think of this episode, guys? I, uh, how do we feel? I, vous. We'll uh, let our guests speak first. Oh, um, I'm a sucker for the daddy daughter shit in Simpsons. Like, it's so charming, and, like, this is just really lovely. Although, I do think that maybe instead of going to a bar and watching the Super Bowl, he should have just hung out with his daughter. That's true, but I think, uh, so, I, I agree. Um, the, the kind of justification in my brain is that he... So, for, first of all, the you know, everything goes to shit, and he's like, oh no, like, Lisa hates me now. So he goes to try and make up with her, right? And he succeeds. He, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, I, like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, we can still watch the game together, right? And he's like, yeah, okay. Because, like, they've had a lot of fun with this, even though Homer's yeah. uh, motives behind it are not great. Yeah. They have had a good time together. Like, they've obviously enjoyed each other's company. Um... So his stupid brain, his stupid Homer brain is, you know, we can still watch the game. And like when she's like, okay, he's like, oh, great. She'll correctly bet for me again. And so he does that thing. And that's when she's like, no, like, fuck you. (laughs) How dare you? Am I a fucking bet? And, and so it's immediately after that, that she says, you know, she makes her prediction. Yeah. And so, yeah, he should just hang out with her, but he can't hang out with her in this state. So he needs to know who wins in terms of, you know, knowing if his daughter still loves him or not. I see. And Lisa, too, doesn't know, right? I think yeah. that's a key thing, is that she is so blinded with, like, rage for her father that she's unsure if she still loves him. And so, and, like, she says that, right? She's, she's like, you know, I think the Redskins will win if I love you, but... Let's just say Washington. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel dirty every time. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Washington. Yeah. She's like, Washington will win if I still love you. Um, And she's like, but I might be so mad at you that I'm telling you this because I want you to fail. And so, yes, I see what you're saying. But I think it makes sense for Homer as a character. His crayon brain. (laughs) Well, don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) We really should, though. Oh, God, no. Not now. Not now. Why? You don't like the crayon brain? No. No, it, it contradicts it, so it's, many things. It's it's one of the worst episodes. Pourquoi? Okay, okay. real real brief prim- <laughs> real brief primer on I'm why this is sorry. wrong. Sorry. Um, in terms of just one thing, uh, in the episode uh, Lisa the Simpson in season nine, mm. 
um, you discover that there's a thing called the Simpsons gene. Yeah. That makes Simpsons stupid. Yeah. Um, turns out it just affects the men. Mm-hmm. So Homer's stupid because of the Simpsons gene, not because of a crayon in his brain. The crayon brain, home backwards R, is the episode title, uh, implies that Homer's actually really, really smart if he doesn't have a crayon shoved in his brain, mm-hmm. which contradicts the idea of the Simpsons gene. I like crayon brain better than Simpsons gene. Get out. I, I, I hate the crayon in the brain because he's such a coward. It makes him such a, just such a coward because he gets it put back in. Yeah. Because he just doesn't want to live like a smart person. Um, I used to like that episode. I did. But it really, really ruins Homer's character. Really? Yeah. See, I'm fine with the idea behind, because it's like Charlie, uh, Flowers for Algernon or whatever. I almost said Flowers for Charlie, which is an It's Always Sunny episode spoofing Flowers for Algernon. Gotcha. Ah. Um... Flowers for Algernon, uh, which that episode, Home Backwards Are, uh, is taken from. Um, Charlie is the movie version of it, I believe, actually, now that I think about it. With it Backwards Are. Anyway. Uh, where it's a really stupid person who takes this experimental drug that makes him really smart. Yeah. And uh, in that book slash movie, uh, the idea as well is that um, being smart is a really heavy burden. And... You, like, you can't connect with people the way that you want to and all this kind of stuff. Um, so parts of that episode make sense to me in terms of Homer's character. Um, and I don't remember it super well. I remember him and Lisa bonding, obviously. Um, but, it's and a, that's really nice. It's a really poorly written episode. Yeah. The bonding isn't even that great. Mm. Um, really? Also, when he comes back, uh, he's even worse because he jumps through the window. Right, remember yeah. They, they, like, put him right to ten. Yeah. 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 It's it's even worse than he was before ever. Like it's it's worse than ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm yeah I'm not a big fan. Hmm. Really not a big fan. It's like it's it's kind of like in the Futurama episode where Fry gets the worms. You remember that one? I yeah, or know. like that episode of Futurama with the monkey hat. Sure. Um, difference there is that uh, Fry is a character we have already known for a long mm. time versus the monkey just introduced in the episode, um, but. It's it's the same thing where Fry, as soon as he becomes stupid again, it they put him right ten. He like go he like goes too stupid, and it's just like not in character anymore because they need to really emphasize how stupid he is. And it's just the same thing with Homer jumping through the window. It's just uh, it's just off putting. Yeah, I I found it really weird. I did, however, like that Mo operates on him. I thought that was funny with the like chisel. Yeah, he's a surgeon. And it's like Mo. Yes, I'm a surgeon. His business card. Yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Fair enough. But we'll get to that. Yeah. When you guys get to that episode, you should have me back on, because I don't think, I don't know if I've seen it since it aired. aired. Fair enough. I I might not have either, so. I have. Okay. Well. It does not age well. You obviously win, Greg. It ages like butts. I think butts get better with age. Nice. All right. So, Lisa the Greek, though. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I like this episode. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy any Homer and Lisa stories, yeah. as we've mentioned before. Lisa's substitute, Lisa's pony. This is just another one in that that whole uh, trilogy. Lisa the vegetarian. Um, Lisa the vegetarian is a good one coming up. <laughs> Lisa well, likes titles. For a while. She does. She does. And 
Yeah, and I find it really funny. I find it interesting that, um, like you said, Homer isn't really clamoring for Lisa's love in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think actually is pretty common. It's just yeah. when it when he really messes up is when he really wants it. Yeah. Just like in this episode at the end when he's like, I really want Lisa to love me again. Yeah. It's the same thing as when he forgets to bring the reed to her for Lisa's pony. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but it, it's, it's great seeing Lisa... Um, like actively try and learn about his interests because that happens rarely. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's, it is at Marge's be, uh, advice. Which is actually which good sense. advice. It's yeah. really good advice. Totally. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure uh, a lot of people, uh, myself included, have taken a liking to things that their parents like, specifically my dad. Um, uh, taking a liking to things my dad likes just to try and have something to talk to him about. <laughs> Yep. You know? Because yep. uh, as much as, you know, you're a product of your parents, you're also very different people a lot yep. of the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's tough to, you know, really bond with them in a meaningful way. What was your thing? Um, hockey. Yeah? Um, like, now I enjoy hockey for my own benefit, mm-hmm. but uh, before I would uh, learn about hockey, specifically the Toronto Maple Leafs, because that's my dad's Ooh. team. Oh. I know. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so that I could, uh, you know, talk to my dad about it. How does he feel now that you're a Canadiens fan? Um, we don't really talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I rib him a bit sometimes. I, sometimes I'm trying to be sincere. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, like, hey, the Leafs are doing pretty good this season. And he's like, yeah, it's not going to last. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. He's a bitter fan. Um, All right. <laughs> so... But, I think that's all Leafs fans now, yeah, though. It's yeah. like, never going to last. <laughs> a bitter pill of defeat. <laughs> it's lodged in my throat for eternity. <laughs> Mine was the Eagles. The band. Yeah. Or the animal. Mm. The band. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Be great if it was the animal. I, yeah, if your dad was just super into he Eagles. He loves Eagles, and you're like, I, I'm going to like Well, Eagles he is now. into Eagles. He likes, saying, he likes taking pictures of them. Great. <laughs> Like when they're flying around the on uh, on the river outside his house, they're just sure. so majestic. What yeah. else do they do? He loves to take pictures of the eagles. <laughs> does he the listen bird. to the eagles while he does that? Probably. Yeah. That's he like has like just some of the. <laughs> I mean, they 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 play good music, but I mean, like the other stuff that's on his playlist is just so <laughs> weird. What are you talking about? He's got five different versions of Sunday Morning Sidewalk. I have no idea what <laughs> What's that, that song? Is. The Johnny Cash song? Mm-hmm. On the Sunday Who? Morning Sidewalk. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Dollar. John C- Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Yes. yes. He has an album? He does, too. Wow. Yeah. What are they called? Uh, Shadow Kick and Greatest Hits. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's <laughs> he went right for the greatest yeah. hits right after album yeah. one, eh? Is it, so is Shadowkick have like ten songs and Greatest Hits has like eight songs? <laughs> no, actually, uh, Greatest Hits right, has Shadow twelve. Kick, Shadow, Shadow, Weird. Yeah, Shadowkick has ten. That's right. Has ten and 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 Greatest well, Hits has, has right? twelve. And there's yeah, there's B sides. There's Got different it. mixes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a uh, Mutt Lang remix yeah. of some of his songs. <laughs> he produced ACDC's Back in Black. Okay. Mutt Lang. Yeah. Yeah. I, sounds made up, but I just didn't p- envision like 
Johnny Cage crooning, and it's like him singing his combos. <laughs> left, right, left, left, A, B. And that's a shadow kick. <laughs> I listened to the shit out of that album. You totally should make it. You could do a crooner. Yeah. You should make that. All right. Great. Under the stage name Johnny Cage. <laughs> All Johnny, all, or sorry, all Mortal Kombat themed songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get Scorp- over here. The scorpion's coming towards me. <laughs> He's saying, get over here. No. I'm like, no. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's, that's funny. That was a good um, bit. Yeah. Great bit. Great bit. Nice work. <laughs> Back on track. Um, so one visual thing that uh, right at the right out of the gate in this episode, I just love Is it the clothesline. No, <laughs> that's pretty funny too. The weird graphic. Yeah, the, I thought it was Super a video Bowl. game for a second. Yeah. I'm like, Is this the episode I'm thinking yeah. of? Um, no, it's Homer snacking. Oh, yeah. oh my I God. wrote that down. It's another just too long joke. <laughs> I wish I could eat like Homer Simpson. Oh man, it's great. He's got all his snacks like strategically placed <laughs> yeah. around him, and then he's he like just... octopus arming. And you like watch the animation. You're just—it's so fascinating to see it like actually like make sense. And it's because they could easily yeah. like try and flush through that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they actually made it like make sense. He grabs a handful of pretzels at one point and eats each one individually. Like it's so. Oh man, it's it's great. And. It does go on for about two beats too long (laughs) before Marge comes in. Yeah. (laughs) It's really great because it's just that static shot. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Great animation direction. And he's got such determination in his eyes. Yeah. I just love it. Like, he's just like, (laughs) this is what I do. (laughs) He's not moving his eyes off the screen. And he is snacking he is snacking with with pinpoint accuracy. Oh, man. I am a god. Yeah. In this moment. And that's when um, Lisa comes in with her modest studio apartment. That's right. Where Stacey prints her weekly feminist newspaper. Oh my god. I just had to say that because I think that's amazing. That's That's a great Lisa bit. Yeah. yeah. Because it's it's those things that we love about her being such a little girl. Totally. But with... With this great brain. With, yeah, yeah, totally. It's one of the rare moments where the two mix. Yeah. Because, like, normally she's either, like, grown up or she's, like... On the phone with Corey. Yeah. yeah. The Corey hotline. Oh my god. (laughs) I love seeing that poster, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Nice little touch. Yeah. In the design. But uh, but yeah, so it's interesting to see that blend. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so Lisa, you know, goes to Marge and complains, and Marge gives her advice. And this is a, this is a moment where we get a nice, um, over-the-heads-of-kids, uh, (laughs) joke. Um... (laughs) For adults only, um, this is a segment I like to call for adults only. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Greg likes it when I make these segments uh, on the fly. So, oh, and it's got theme music. <laughs> she says basically that, you know, uh, she has had to, like, kind of fake an interest in things Homer likes in order to maintain their relationship. You know, she pretends like power tools. Um, I can't remember what the other one is. And then... Butt stuff. And then some things I'll explain when you're older, um, which we can presume is maybe butt stuff. Right? Um, I I really, (laughs) 
Like it's it's it well, no, they're, they well, they're, their innuendo for sex in The Simpsons is it's snuggling, snuggling yeah. yeah, right. So everything's pretty tame. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it's it's weird when I hear these uh, for adults only jokes uh, sometimes because I'm like I don't want to picture Marge and Homer doing butt stuff. You know, it's out there. It's though. I mean, oh, yeah. Rule Thirty Two or whatever it is, Forty Two. 34. If, if it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> also, like... That's that's on uh, Garfunkel and Oates, isn't it? M- maybe, but it's they didn't invent it. Like, no. This is a thing that's been on for a long time. That's great. Or been around for a long time. Um, Since the invention of the internet. Oh, cool. This rule has been has existed. Rule 34? Yeah. yeah. Why is it called Rule 34? Uh, it was an arbitrary rule. Oh, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, I'm sure there's a better... What um, is 1 to 33? Uh, there needs to be porn... Um, let there be porn. Let there be porn. <laughs> um, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's porn. That's right. Rules twenty through thirty are just one word, and it's porn <laughs> with an exclamation that's point. Right. <laughs> and interestingly enough, rule number eleven is uh, Google. Oh, nice. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, um, Google. I, I, th- I feel like Homer and Marge are pretty like open with their sex life. Uh, they have a healthy sex life. They have a healthy hey, yeah. sex life. Okay. Yeah. Um, except in episodes where it requires that they don't. Yeah. Um, like the grandpa versus sexual inadequacy. Well, they get hey. it back then. Well, of course, because yeah. of the tonic. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> or maybe they're reverse vampires. <laughs> or maybe they've got, they've got you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's two reverse vampires jokes in a row. Um, oh, yeah. Last episode we did one too. So... Um, we get a nice little uh, bit where Homer's watching TV, uh, a nice kind of uh, joke, rapid-fire joke segment, um, where we get, uh, you know, Gambletron. Um, yeah, the Gambletron, uh, the lock of the week, and the shoe hotline. And the coach's hotline, which yeah. leads us to a oh great phone gosh. joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the match of my, ah, uh, me... Versus Sin. Cincinnati. Sin. Cincinnati. At E. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't you know this is costing me money? <laughs> the wind is blowing. Oh. So, that's all really great. Gambletron yeah. is also great. Yeah. Where it's like, so uh, you know, what does he say? Cincinnati will win by 300 points! You stupid, stupid hunk of junk! 200. 200, thank you. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then of course uh, Lisa, you know, sits with Homer and he forces her to sit far away in like one of the cruelest. Uh, yeah, home, yeah. Home why? Why? For a joke. Yeah. But why? Because he's he can be a huge dick sometimes. I know, yeah. but like at least put a bag of pretzels there. So like well, those are his pretzels. Are you kidding? Those no, are his pretzels. No, 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 but like it would make sense if he was making her move over so that he would have room for his snacks. It would make sense, but like it's, it's not supposed to. Yeah, he's just supposed to be he's very supposed to be a, a terrible father. He's supposed sense. to be very cold and distant at this moment. <clears throat> okay, I'm not saying it makes him <laughs> likable. I'm saying it makes him very, very unlikable, especially because there's no reason behind it. He had enough room. She sat on the middle seat. No reason to force your daughter to sit away from you. <laughs> She's your daughter, man. Yeah. But he, he can't find a good, you know, the coach's hotline and everything isn't a good resource, so he turns to Lisa, his last resort, essentially, in this case, and she ends up being right, which sparks the whole, uh, you know, Lisa has a knack for picking the winners. She's like that octopus. Which one? There's an octopus that picks Super Bowl winners. An octopus? Yeah. The animal. 
Yes. The aquatic. Yes. <laughs> biological being. Uh huh. Is there... this like that episode of South Park where the manatees make Family Guy jokes? <laughs> no. No. This is a real octopus. This is like a real octopus. Who who has this octopus in captivity? I will find it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you do that. Seems like a cruel thing to do to an octopus. It is like, right. You very choose often. our our Super Bowl winners. You. He's like, please, my life is pain. Please let me die. <laughs> oh, Maybe that. if I start picking the losers, they'll let oh, me go. <laughs> but he can't. He tries and he can't. <laughs> they always, they always win. win. <laughs> He's just crying. <laughs> oh, that sucks for that poor octopus. Oh, oh here it is. His name is Paul. Oh, well, that's a, a terrible, terrible name for an octopus. <laughs> I mean, like, I called. I'd have called him Octo. It's obviously Stanley. Paul the octopus was a common octopus who supposedly predicted the results of association football matches. He made many accurate predictions in the 2010 World Cup, which brought him worldwide attention as an animal oracle. How did he make the picks? Do you know? Uh, did they just put two pieces of paper in front of him, and one of his tentacles hit one, and he's like, "Oh, that's the one." I think he like. Scurry, however, octopuses scurry. However, they move. Swim. Yeah. I think you can find videos of him. Okay. Oh, boy. So look for that. You should post a link to (laughs) To to a video of Paul the Octopus. Okay. Oh, boy. So, what I. There was was something that I I, I really wanted to bring up. Oh, right. It was Oddball Canadian Rules. Mm. I just love that fat throwaway joke yeah. when she goes to the library to look at that. <laughs> um, Homoeroticism in. Oh my god! And the the really 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 minor B plot with Marge yeah. and Bart yep. shopping oh, yeah. together. That is spot on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. And it ends spot really on. quickly too. Yeah. Like it's, the B it's plot the happens the first act. in the yeah and all in the first act. That's so funny. Yep. I find that so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, did you ever go shopping with with your mom for, oh, yeah. for clothes? Absolutely. Was it the worst experience of your life yes. up to that point? Yes. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, I hate shopping for clothes. I hate shopping for clothes too, but you know, I still go with my mom, and she pays for it. So that's really nice how old are you? I this was like three. a month ago. This was a month ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like twenty six years old, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, twenty six. Jesus. <laughs> it was a birthday present. All right. right. Well. She can just give you a gift certificate and take you. Well, she likes spending time with me. Does she hold your hand while you do it? No. All right. I held Allie's hand. Mm, that's cute. Because <laughs> I was afraid I would get lost. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I'm really bad at balls. <laughs> Why didn't you buy him any little bow ties? They were too... <laughs> Go to Wee Monsieur. <laughs> I would shop there so hard. The thing that, like, I, like, for me with this, with that B-plot, is that um, the things that she ended up getting for him, I'm like, those are great clothes! Yeah! Like, you look great, Bart! And I, I obviously I understand he's ten, and you know, he'll get bullied and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like, if he was, if he was like, twenty? Yeah. He would be be in hipster heaven. He'd be a lady killer. Yeah, he would be great. He would be And it it actually reminded me of uh, our our good friend Ife, because there's a nice photo of him as a young child uh, with a little bow tie. Very well dressed. Yes. Oh, there was something I was supposed to do. I was going to shout out to a couple of Ife's friends. 
Oh, um, David and Alana, I think. Well, I hope hope so. I think because <laughs> otherwise it's a wasted shout out. Yeah, otherwise, <laughs> if I'm wrong, Ife, tell me. Um, oh, he will. He will. He listens to these, and he, yeah, yeah, and he will tell me. He gets, uh, but gets angry. Uh, apparently, uh, these two uh, enjoy our podcast. Oh, great! And I was gonna, you know, freak them out by calling them out right now, <laughs> and say, if you like it so much, why don't you be on it? Yeah. There you go. Come and be on it. And leave us a review on iTunes. We also expect you to talk about at least three episodes of Xena. No, that's that is, not that true. That is not an actual... On the record as not, not being true. No. What about the Xena episode of Simpsons? Uh, that's, oh, I mean, that we can one. talk yeah, about we it. Could, yeah, we could have you on for that trio. Yeah, we have to have you on for that. Please, yeah. yes. You've dressed as Xena. Yes. Many yeah. times. I will, I will record in my Xena costume. Perfect. No one will see it. <laughs> we'll post the picture that sure. we take of it's her. It's for the, me. All right. I, listen, I sent you that pic. I sent you that video of the octopus. By the way. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'll watch it soon. Uh, so we should uh, probably start wrapping this one up. Uh, do we have any other points that we want to bring up? Absolutely. Um, first of all, uh, in that B plot, yeah, two of my favorite jokes. Yep. Um, first is the security guards yep. watching. Oh my gosh! On, <laughs> and the, you know they're, like the they're like, ah, troublemaker in in cabin four or whatever. It's like, hold on, we got a code red in cabin three. <laughs> oh my god, those aren't the socks she came in with. Let's roll. Let's roll. <laughs> and they get giant shotguns. shotguns and storm like they're out. going to fight raptors. Yeah, it's amazing. It's such a great Simpsons joke. Yes. Um, and when Bart. Is like embarrassed and everyone's laughing, including adults are laughing at him. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at that stupid kid. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. That's my favorite joke. Is I think it's great kid. because it starts with a shot of Sherry and Terry, mm-hmm. and yes. you think it's just going to be Sherry. And yeah, Terry. yeah. And then it builds. Yeah. yeah. And then a guy says, "Look at that stupid kid." <laughs> <laughs> Which can you imagine just being in a department store and someone yelling that? I mean, he'd probably get arrested first of all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for cyberbullying. For cyberbullying. Yeah, oh yeah. And real life bullying. It's no. not cyber. If he's saying it in real life. Oh, one of the um what one of one of the uh subtlest jokes in this show is the evil Frenchmen are back. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. For a real From quick season moment. one. Yeah. yeah. It goes to France where they're watching the Super Bowl and they say, Oh, this is terrible and they because no it. one except for the <laughs> Americans and Canadians, I guess really gives a shit about American football. Yeah. Right? Uh, so they switch it, and who's on television? I don't remember. The Jerry team? Lewis. No. Oh, right. Yeah, they switch it, and it's and it's Hank Azaria doing his yeah, Jerry yeah. Lewis impression. Oh. Um, why? And the French, and the, the two evil Frenchmen are loving it. Why? Because Jerry Lewis was huge in France. Oh, really? Really? They loved him there. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's he was interesting. massive in France. So, there you go. He finally made it. Yeah. yeah. In France. In France. Yeah. Where everyone wants to make it. Uh, um, also, I think this is the first appearance, uh, canon appearance, of the Gilded Truffle. Hmm. Which is the upscale mm. restaurant in Springfield. The only one. Not true. No. no. There's another one, I think. Is the Gilded Truffle where um, their best thing on the menu is lobster and their second best lobster thing is tacos? Lobster tough with tacos, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. The waiter in, in this scene is pretty great, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Charming lad. Yeah. yeah. I'm Homer. I'll be your customer. <laughs> Haven't heard that one. Uh, <laughs> um, What's and the train restaurant called? Train restaurant? Train yeah. restaurant. 
Oh, the one where they have restu- the, the restaurant on a train and that's when uh, Burns... Burns is retirement? The, yeah. the, the, not that that other guy is retirement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Where it, he ends up making it about Burns. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know what it's called. But the... the... Train store. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a pretty upscale joint. Yeah. yeah. Last but stop, I, delicious. I feel like it's that's only in that called. episode, though. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, there's also the bar where home, a pretty swanky bar where Homer comes in and like the, like the 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 host comes up and he's like, "Hello, sir. Would you please leave without making a fuss <laughs> right now?" <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. Great. Um, so let's uh, let's move into the reference desk, shall we? Yeah, please. <laughs> So the title of this episode, yeah. Wait. Lisa the Greek, Wait. which uh, you were asking about during this. I show. was. Uh, so I did a little oh, research. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, is in reference to uh, Jimmy the Greek Snyder, who is a uh, former CBS sports commentator oh. who had a knack for picking correct teams. Great, like um, Polyoptopus. Octopus. Yeah, he was also uh, very racist. Good. And so he is now a disgraced former. Well, he's dead now. But, but <laughs> is he actually Greek, or did they call him that because of some racist reason? I think I uh, it's, I think it's a racist reason because Greek oracle. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. 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 I thought it was cuz he loved souvlaki. Who doesn't love souvlaki? I mean, well, his last name was Romans. Snyder, so he's definitely not entirely Greek. It's not a Greek name. No. No. Maybe he changed it. What's a Greek name? Strombolopoulos. <laughs> Great. Moving on. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Melithopoulos. <laughs> Zeus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. So, any other references? Aside from, obviously, Super Bowl. That's a big reference. Um, as well as the Jerry Lewis, as you mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, oh, Troy McClure's. He references the odd couple. Oh my god, okay, yeah. <laughs> Troy McClure's new sitcom. I love, Handle with Care, where Jack he plays Handel, Jack Handle. A retired oh cop who shares an apartment with a retired criminal. We're the original odd couple. That's one of my favorite, I'm sure oh you know this about me, but for our listeners, one of my favorite things in the world is the, um, uh, oh, uh, eponymous title, uh, as it's, uh, oh, known ep- for TV tropes, yeah. um, where the title of the TV show Relates to the char- like main character of the yeah. show, right. like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, because no. it needs to be a pun of some right. kind. Too many cooks. Also wrong. Um, <laughs> who's who's cook in that show? There's people who are cooks, but no one's named cook. What's a good one? The uh, name is um, cook. Oh, what's the one with uh, Will Arnett? Um, Running Wild. Oh yeah. So that's, you know, his name is Jack Wild or whatever. Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek is yeah. the character name Shit. The town then, is. Okay. The town is called Shit's Creek. Yeah, so that, that works it's, too. It's but a it, play it's, on it because it's not spelled like Yeah, shit. like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a joke I love and I make fun of it often by saying things like, oh, my favorite character in Battlestar Galactica is, is Jack Battlestar. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> because I just love the idea of characters being named after the title of the show, like John Diehard. John Diehard, it's great. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite character in Lost is John Lost, which is great because it's close to his real name. Yeah, it's super close. That show sucks. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Then we're gonna have our Lost Boys podcast. Uh, <laughs> 
was uh, you got you and James came up with that, right? No, I came up with it. You came up with during it during one of these. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. I don't it was the, t- the title of the podcast was going to be "The Lost Boys: Colon We Have to Go Back." Oh yeah, it's a rewatch of it. Yeah, yeah. that's mm. terrible. Thank you. I would hate that. All right. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it. You never seen Lost? None any of it. any of it? And zero episodes. You've right. saved yourself a lot of time. Great. Uh, I wouldn't give it up. Or I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't give it back. I would. I know. I'm just uh, I'm just saying. I think, oh, the, I think the ride um, is worth it. Meryl Streep's versatility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good Oh, yeah, because Homer gets super rich. Yeah, shit like an Academy Award. Yeah. And Bart gets a yak back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but only says, says three free. Go to hell. Phrases. Go to hell. Eat my shorts. Or no. What is it? Yeah. It's uh, not eat my shorts because no. that's his thing. That's his thing. It's go to hell, go to hell. Uh, you suck. It. You suck. Yeah, something like and that. Like damn it or something. Um and um here's a good here's a fun little thing. Um uh Yardley Smith received her uh primetime Emmy Award for this episode. Yes. Like, oh. Yeah. Not her first, I don't think. I don't think so either. And not her last. No. Mm. Um there's a slight reference to Apocalypse Now. Oh yeah, with the smell of victory. Smell, yeah, her feet smells like victory. Yeah. Ah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay. Do we wanna I think that's it for the reference desk. Do you wanna close out with our favorite jokes? Yeah, I told you mine. Look yeah. at that stupid kid. <laughs> uh, mine's, mine's probably the, those aren't the socks she came in with. Perfect. Yeah, well. me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a close second to handle with care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> handle with care is the so nature of the joke. Couple. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to Homer Alone. Homer and alone. we'll uh, have to talk about this relatively briefly. No. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Fuck it, right? Fuck it. Who cares? Here's a succinct uh, plot summary for Do you. Do it. All right. Marge goes crazy because she lives with the Simpsons yeah. and decides to take a vacation go to Rancho Relaxo. Um, this leaves Homer in charge of Maggie because Bart and Lisa go to Aunt Patty and Aunt Selma's house, but Maggie will not go. Homer subsequently loses Maggie and then gets her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marge comes back none the wiser, and everyone's happy to have Marge back because she's the only thing keeping that family together. Yep. Boom. Very good. Synopsis. Very good. Um, but let's <laughs> let's go let's go all the way back to what causes this uh, mental breakdown, and it's really just a day yeah. that she just can't handle anymore. Where everything kind of goes wrong. Yeah. And, and it opens with a great Warner Brothers homage. Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Yeah. Homer the, and Bart are mm-hmm. running. Yes. And it a, does a little pause and then yeah. says what type of animal yes. it is. And then a slow rebuild to it. Homo uh, Neanderthalus. Yes. Yeah. Bartists don't have a callus? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is really great. And they knock over a lamp. And thus it begins. It begins. I am her not descent into madness. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. It's a Marge Loses It episode. Yeah. Which is interesting because the episode isn't really about Marge no. at all. No, it's not. She loses it as a device to get her out of the picture. Mm-hmm. But the getting her out of the picture also provides what I think is the best jokes of the episode. When she goes to Re- Rancho Relaxo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think um, her interaction with the TV is my favorite thing about the episode. <laughs> yes. And subsequently, Troy McClure. And subsequently, yes. Troy McClure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hello, guest house. Back again. Phil Hartman <laughs> as Troy McClure. It's almost pointless to go to the guest house when it's Phil Hartman, I feel. Because he's an honorary cast member. 
Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's an honorary cast member for seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. Yep. So, all right, closing down the guest house. Fuck We're it. boarding it up for now. Yeah. All right. We'll see if we open it again later. Oh, I'm sure we will when we get some celebs on. Yeah. Like hey. next episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> Guess, I don't know if the guest house can fill as many celebs that are on we'll have Homer to have at the floor. back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll dig out the basement. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. I found it interesting that Maggie is the one who causes the final breakdown because it. Uh, yeah. the, the hair, The hair that broke the camel's back. The straw that mm, broke the camel's I think it's back. hair. No, it's straw. It's definitely a straw. Why would who, a straw break the camel's back? Who loads a camel with hair? Well, no, You're it's already just... riding the camel, so your hair is already part of your Yeah, but if you have a little too much hair. Enough. <laughs> I really... No! <laughs> Don't re- look so satisfied! This is, this is my thing. <laughs> I, like I to, really enjoy I like the... I to pretend that mistakes I say are intentional. I really enjoyed the shopping at the grocery store. Yeah. When she was going, like, up and down the aisle, and Maggie yeah. was just throwing, throwing things out of it. Out. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. such a baby thing to do. Yep. Like, yeah. I've seen babies do that, and I want to hit them in the mouth. Babies are the worst. <laughs> they are. Don't. I haven't. Okay. But thank you for reminding me I'm not I'm just making to. sure. No, I appreciate it, because I, I was like, oh, the other day, I, oh, We can't do this while you're in prison. I, I'm not coming to prison to do this Skype, podcast. Right? No. You wouldn't come to prison to do this podcast? No, I wouldn't. Really? I'm scared. I'd get Nina live there. I'm too pretty. I'm not saying you'd come into prison with me. I think that's how it works. Yeah. I've seen I've seen TV shows. The visiting room is the most dangerous place. Alright, whatever. Now It is not the showers are the most dangerous. No, that's the cleanest. Everyone gets clean, people drop the soap and have fun. That's but that's what where you I can pick remember. up like, fungus and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why you have to drop the soap so much, so all, all right, enough. All right. Um, back on track. Do you think they get flip-flops in, in prison chairs? They probably do, to protect themselves from all the glass. And athlete's foot. Mm. The glass bon- in the shower? Yeah, from all the shivs. Got it. And yeah. fungal infections. Prison's a magical place, you guys. I take it back. I'm coming to visit you every day. Thank you. you know? Appreciate it. I'll just go out and punch your baby. <laughs> 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 Heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> Uh, my favorite part of the Marge going crazy buildup is the radio prank call. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So I have another I, one. Of, I love how much it affects her. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's... It, well, it, yeah. It's shocking, but it's like, this really makes her think. But what I really love about like, that is that it's it rings so true to me. Because I believe that that would exist. Yeah. And they do, like, not that specifically, but that kind of idea where it's like, oh, this will be a hilarious prank, and it's not funny at all, it's just mean. Yeah. Yeah. And people think it's really funny. Well, that's what most, that's the thing, most prank, there's a great, there was a great crack video um, about this, how most pranks now, like on YouTube, on television, because there's like prank shows on television, Mm -hmm. um, aren't actually pranks, they're just people being dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, Because in order to be... In order to prank somebody, you have to make you have to create a reality where they are the fool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and a, uh, like an interesting one is like this guy's walking down the street, and this this woman walks down the street next to him, and he sneezes, and like these and the lids on this gar- on these garbage cans just pop right off when he sneezes, and that's the prank. And she's like, "What just happened?" It's yeah. like it's like, "Oh, you're." You're questioning your reality. What crazy? Telling someone that their wife just walked through a plate glass window and died. 
is not a prank. It's not a prank. You're not making them the fool. Yeah. They're you're being you're making cruel. them sad and lonely yeah. and questioning life. And you are absolutely right. I think this 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 joke is a little bit ahead of its time, actually. Mm-hmm. Because that's... Because the internet specifically brings about the worst of humanity. (laughs) The internet is where the worst of humanity congregates. Yeah. It's... I found that joke interesting because it reminded me of the episode where Marge becomes a cop Mm -hmm. and Homer surrounds Flanders' house with police tape. Right. And, like, similar... But I found that the funniest thing ever. Whereas I did not find this It's I think I think it's because of Flanders, like I think it's because of Homer's reaction to Flanders, and he, and yeah. he like he reveals it right away. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the initial like shot, like oh my, oh my lord, whatever. Then he comes running. I was like, ah, I got you good. And yeah, it's your also just like dead, but they're not though. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I guess that is pretty funny. <laughs> And just the nature of Ned's character, like, not, you know, yeah. having that, like, you fucking asshole, why would you do that? Yeah. And just trying to be the nice guy, it makes it very funny. It is, it is very funny, and it's also, it, you're right, it is Homer's, it, it's Homer's character, because mm-hmm. he doesn't do it wanting to be mean about it, like, mm-hmm. he just thinks it's funny, <laughs> right? Um, whereas these guys are just dicks. Well, it's, and it's also just like they keep going with the bit so yeah, long. They keep going, even amongst snickering amongst themselves, yeah. and yeah. so it's just like it's this weird like they're in on the joke, and the audience is in on the quote unquote joke, but the person being pranked, uh, and I use that term loosely, is not in on the joke for the longest time, and yeah. that's where it becomes an issue. Yeah, the caution tape one still isn't a great prank. No, like it's not a prank actually. No, but it's but it's it's, it's funny in it's, the context of the show. It's funny in the show, yeah. but like. I completely see where Marge is coming from. I was like, why are they doing this? Yeah. yeah. And that causes her to just park her car on the on the Springfield Memorial Bridge. Mm-hmm. And Arnie Pie drops his bagel. That's right. Aww. And I like the, the Springfield player's uh, driver. And he like, yeah. comes like, this better be good. And she just like roars at him. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Did you try flashing your lights? Yeah. <laughs> I'm stumped. <laughs> um... We see not only that there's uh, at least one female police officer in this episode, mm-hmm. yes, but she mentions all the gals on the force, yeah, yeah, which uh, directly contradicts the later episode, as we mentioned, uh, Springfield, Springfield Connection, connection yeah. when Marge becomes uh, apparently the first female police officer yeah. on the Springfield Force. I don't think she was the first. She's probably the only at the time. Well, didn't he like check his like rule book or something? And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, like females, policemen, or they can't have females on the force or something. I can't remember if that's that episode. I don't know. All right, I don't know either. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah. Luckily, it's in the golden years. Now, um, when Marge decides that she needs to go on a vacation and Homer is just not getting that mm-hmm. she's not going to be, he's not going to be a part of it. Um, there's a really great moment there where he's like, you know what our vacations are like with those three little oh monsters. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And I'm no picnic myself. He's <laughs> Marge, can I have another sandwich? sandwich? Marge, can I have another sandwich? sandwich. He is incredibly <laughs> self-aware when he's describing himself. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's, I love that. Yeah. I think that's really great. I think it is too. He's self-aware. He knows that this is who he is, but he also knows that he can't do anything about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be able to change himself. 
And Marge doesn't want him to change. Really. Yeah. Yeah. She just wants a vacation on her own. And once he understands that, and she's going to come back, she promises. And then he's fine with it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't think he would have been able... I don't think he would have survived if um, Bart and Lisa were there with him. <laughs> uh, that's something that I found really interesting. Like, this idea of the mom is going away, so the kids also have to go somewhere. Because mm-hmm. they know... Because the father the is... father is incompetent. Inca- yeah. And, like, is that... Is I that mean, I think it had something that to happens? do... I think it has something to do with the fact that he works. Is the was the main thing I think. Okay. Obviously, we don't see that in this episode. Like yeah. we don't see him going to work, and yeah. maybe it's a weekend. So maybe this is moot. This point is moot. Yeah. But I, like that's the idea in my brain is that yeah, obviously she's her job is a stay at home mom. Yeah. So if she's going on vacation. The kids need to go somewhere where they're looked after by an adult. Homer can't be there all the time, kind of thing. Yeah, but like I don't know. It just seems like I don't know if it's like a dated thing or if it's like. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed very strange to me of like, why wouldn't they just stay at home and then why wouldn't Patty and Selma come over during the day or, or why wouldn't uh, they get dropped off yeah. every day? And why wouldn't Maggie go to Anne Ron's uh, school for tots? Yeah, obviously. Just Probably day, wouldn't allow her to come back. <laughs> um, well, that hasn't happened yet. It's season four. Yes. Shit. Piss. Ah, cock. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it is a weird point. thing. It always, it always, like, I always wondered why that happens. I honestly think it's just because Homer's the worst. Yeah. At being a dad. I mean, even, like, they were taking going, care of Maggie, he has trouble with. They were going yeah. to send Maggie, too. Well, yeah. Right? But Maggie just wouldn't go. She yeah. was on the door. Wish I'd thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they, like, Bart and Lisa didn't even realize that was an option. Yeah. But yeah. they would have done it. <laughs> and with great cause. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's a much worse environment. Oh my totally. god! The, the the way they paint Patty and Selma's apartment is like something that's straight out of nightmares. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Tongue sandwiches. Ugh. Um, having to sleep in the beds with them weirdly. So weird. Um, so weird. Also, they're grown adults who share a room. Yeah, like, they're twins. I know. It's fine. How okay. many twins do you know? Three sets. They share a room still. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I guarantee well. you they do not. You don't know that. I guarantee you they do not. They also find out and email us they, the answer. They they do they do everything together though, right? I know. Like, I know. So Their relationship is very unhealthy. Yeah. Um it's awful. But and they are. They are awful. <laughs> also like, their uh their drink options are Clamato, Mr. Pib, and soy milk. What is Mr. Pib? Mr. Pibb is an off, uh, like, cheap brand Dr. Pepper? of Dr. Pepper, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. You could get it in, like, the giant, yeah. big gulp thing. Also, I feel so like Lisa would be down for soy milk. Not at this point. I think she's still very much, uh, I would rather what I'm familiar with. Once she becomes a vegetarian, absolutely. Which does. isn't for another four years. Got it. Yeah. Um, also, they watch Divorce Court. Yep. Uh, which I think is, like... It's the perfect TV show that encapsulates their their household. Yeah. Because that's watching. like daytime, shitty daytime yeah. TV where you like, it's schadenfreude where you're just like, ah, look at those idiots yeah. having trouble in their lives. Uh, especially for two single uh, women, one of which really wants t- to yeah. be married. She's like, she's like, ha ha, see, you guys got married and now you're divorcing. Ah, I'm better than you. Yeah. So. There's that. And they also watch MacGyver. 
Of course they do. Which is the first was our first uh, inclination that they watch MacGyver. Oh really? Yeah. When is um, Black Widower? That's coming up. Is that like one of the, on the last disc? It's yeah. It's near the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um. Side so Joe Bob. Side Joe Bob returns. Yeah. Side Joe Bob. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> meanwhile, at Rancho Relaxo. Oh boy. Marge is introduced to the wonders of the uh, welcome video. Mexican massage. And yeah, the Mexican mas- massage. Gregory. And the movie selections. <laughs> <laughs> was it Thelma and Louise? Uh, the Happy Little Elves? Was it Mr. Snugglebottom or something? Yeah. And the erotic, erotic, erotic awakening, awakening of S. S. <laughs> <laughs> With the finest R rated movies <laughs> European cinema has to offer. Wow! <laughs> oh, Troy, you can sell you can sell milk, milk to a cow. Oh, he's great. Is that a saying? I think it's milk now. to a cow. It is Ice now. To That's great. Is that offensive? Oh yeah, yeah. you just said Eskimo. absolutely. Sorry, I'm one tenth Eskimo. I How did you get anyway. to be one tenth? Science. Great. <laughs> That's super weird. <laughs> I think you're lying, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's it goes like one half, one quarter, one eighth. It's by fours. Unless, by fours? yeah, so it, it must be by fours. After 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 half, it has to be by fours, right? One half, one quarter, one eighth, one sixteenth, one thirty second. Yeah, but then what if someone who is like a sixteenth meets up? Someone with, who's not with, any with a half. Oh. Oh, you're back to one eighth. No. Sure. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. That's not how math works. That is how math works. <laughs> no, it's not. I think I know how math works, Allie. If you if one sixteenth and a and a half I tutored math. You did not. I was in I high school. I believe I tutored math when I was in high school. I don't remember that. Well one sixteen. We didn't go to high school together. One sixteenth plus one half. One half is uh, was it eight, eight sixteenths? So it'd be nine sixteenths. Yeah. So not what you said. Close. No. Okay. Real close. You said an eighth. <laughs> I did. You were off by a half. Ex- yeah. You were off exponentially. Like but to not, the nth degree. But not completely. Okay. Uh... <laughs> anyway, I'm not any part of Eskimo. I'm sorry for. Anyway, it, man. So Homer is making a genuine... When did this get decided? We've been saying Eskimo this whole I've time. I've been saying Eskimo is offensive to say. Okay. Inuit. Saying the last time I said it. I Never mind. Okay. Back on track. I'm still trying to figure out how you can be one-tenth something. You can't. Homer you is can't. making a genuine attempt at being a father. Is that your note? Yes. Good. To Maggie. Good. Good point. Moving on. Um, I'm just kidding. Go on. Forget it. <laughs> no, it's really. Can't just read your notes and bullet points. Give no, some flavor to all it. All right, let me then. I'm trying. Right? He's when he's when he's singing Maggie to sleep. Go to sleep. And he looks uh, drunk. Yeah. Is he drunk? I don't know. Maybe. Are you? It's, so ho- it's Homer. Of course, he's drunk. I think he's Who just. I, I think he's. Well, he might be drunk and really tired. Yeah. Like. To me, he looks. To, yeah. To me, he looks like a parent who has a baby. Yeah. In that scene. For like the first time. Yeah. 
And because it's the first time he's actually, like, being a dad. He manages to, like, put Maggie to bed. He manages to keep her alive. And, like, yeah. if Maggie wasn't such a little shit, he would have done fine. Yeah. But Maggie's a little shit. And she's also a genius. Yeah. She gets like, to the mall by herself. Right? <laughs> and she goes to the places where Marge took her. I couldn't do that now. I know that. <laughs> get, get to the mall by myself? Like, what? I need to find someone to go Which with mall? There's a bunch. Juice. Yeah, I need to find someone to tell me what bus to take. Well, like, yeah, what's what's the fastest, what, what's the what's the closest mall? Is that, it'd be Mar- 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 Northland. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it'd be Northland. So, Mar- I don't know this area. That's, that's, um, that's a, that's a trek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think you know where to go. No. No. Like, I could probably walk there, but I would have to walk along the road that I would drive yeah. on. Yeah. Which would be unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> Very. Um, but I, I always... This is, uh, this is a Craigism, I suppose. Um, Craigment? Where it's a like a Maggie, Maggie moment. Maggie moment, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, I, it's, it's her just running around Springfield. Mm-hmm. Like... Being a uh, being a little shit disturber and being yeah. very cute about it. Of course, yeah. yeah. There was also a great Maggie moment in uh, Lisa the Greek. Which she, one? She gets the present Homer gave her, which is a little stuffed elephant. She oh, throws yeah, it away and plays yeah, with the bubble wrap. Totally. Yeah. Plays with the bubble wrap. Um. <clears throat> so when uh when 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 Marge finally does all there is to offer at Rancho Relaxo. Her idea of the perfect night is... Food and tequila. Is a bottle of tequila, ice cream, cheesecake, and Thelma and Louise in a bubble bath. bath. That sounds Sounds amazing. what I did this afternoon. That sounds like (laughs) the greatest day of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Go! Change change Thelma and Louise to, like, I don't know, sideways. Thelma and Louise is a great movie. I'm Brad sure Pitt's it is. It's just not one of my go-to movies. He takes movies. his shirt off in I can, movie. All he's right. like he takes his shirt off in every movie. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's like, Guys. wow. Yeah, he is Dude. cut from marble. Yeah. That gentleman is. He is a, he's an Adonis. He, does not, he definitely doesn't eat fried fish. He's got a face that belongs on a Roman coin. <laughs> uh. <laughs> go on, please. His chest Tell me is, more about Brad is, Pitt. Is broad like the ocean horizon. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> he looks like he could be in 300. His hair is kissed by the sun. Uh-huh. That, that just means he's blonde. No. It oh. means he's brown with blonde highlights. <laughs> really? Natural blonde highlights. Oh, boy. Yeah. None of this frosted tip shit for him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's not in the B44, the boy band. I know who B44 is. Alright. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How? How dare you insult me like that? How dare that? you? <laughs> um, so, at the, uh, at, at the end of uh, Marge's... Um, oh, shit, I can't believe I almost forgot about this. Hmm. Um, during, during Maggie's uh, runaway... Mm-hmm. We have uh, a hold the phone joke. Hold the phone. Put on hold. Oh yeah, great. That's a good name for it. Yeah. Baby, come back. <laughs> yeah. You can blame it all Which on me. Might be one of the best ones that they've ever done. Oh yeah, it's one of my faves for yeah. sure. Um, 
It's, it's, who does he call? The police. Yeah, and then he says, like, I need to talk to the baby lost child, lost child uh, department lost or something. Yeah. yeah, and and then, then this song plays. <laughs> without the intro. Without the, without the intro, yeah. In fact, there's, I think, a pretty long intro before it says baby come back. Okay. Oh, Oops. yeah. Oh, listen to that. Oh, man. Listen to that riff. These guys really know how to play. Yeah. What instrument is that? That's a guitar. Is it? It sounds yeah. like a sitar. He's just playing it funky. He's Got playing it. it through a pedal, an effects pedal. Got it. A sitar effects pedal. Yeah. Um... These guys are awful. These guys look just... <laughs> what are you talking about? They, this they, is great. They look, love this song. They just look terrible. But oh. they sing that. Um, but they sing But they sing the chorus, which yeah. is just, much funnier than what Greg just did. Yeah, yeah. just the chorus. That was, uh, that was definitely not supposed to happen. They had that queued up. I should have. <laughs> if you're going to spring Somebody that on was us. So unprepared. where do they find her? Where do they find Maggie? On I, top of the ice cream store. Yeah. How did she get there? She's really, she's really smart. No, but really, how, how did, did she, she get, get there? there? How did she get there, though? I don't know. How did she get there? How did she get there? I don't know, man. We should probably stay away from the comedy machine. <laughs> there you go. Is that going to be a tradition now? Or I Rick and Morty so. reference in every Two Bad Neighbors podcast since we can't do a Simpsons one yeah. like the Cinepals because yeah. it's all Simpsons yeah it's all all Simpsons all the time all Flimpsons um, I can come up with a Xena parallel for every episode I'm sure you can for every episode that you guys record that's great good thing you're not on every episode um, so wow. let's go to the reference desk reference desk <laughs> um, we already talked about Warner Brothers uh, the Chuck Jones cartoon mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. um um, the title is a reference to Home Alone. That's right. Which, fun fact, the writer of this episode, David M. Stern, who is the brother of Daniel Stern, who starred in Home Alone. Who's Macaulay Culkin? Dan- Daniel Stern. Nope. David was, Daniel Stern. Was he the? Is his name? Was he one no, of I'm the pretty sure it was Macaulay Culkin who was in Home Alone. Correct. There was other actors, one of whom is named Daniel Stern. I'm. Was I he don't one of the Wetlanders? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's he's not Joe Pesci. Yeah, who he's has Lloyd? He's Lloyd, right? Um, Harry and Lloyd. No, what's Marv? When Harry met Lloyd? Nope. <laughs> I I think Alan is just super confused about. No, you're right. Who's it's in Marv. Home Alone? Yeah. I know, I know who's in Home Alone. Yeah. I watch it every fucking year. Wow. For Christmas. Wow. Well, right? I thought you would know who Macaulay Culkin was. Don't even talk to me about Macaulay Culkin. I'll talk to you about Macaulay Culkin. Have you Culkin. seen The Good Son? Yeah, I have. Scary. It's terrifying. Yeah. Elijah, Wood, Elijah Wood, Tiny Child, Macaulay Culkin, Tiny Evil. That movie child. actually gave me a nightmare that yeah. I just burned yeah. in my brain. Yeah, it's super scary. Yeah. See, Macaulay, Cul- Macaulay Culkin to... dies in the end. I know that. Okay. Spoilers. Yeah, he dies in most of his movies. He, he dies in My Girl. My Girl. Oh. Good Son. Uh, Party Monster. Uh, saved. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah. He, he dies did. in that one. That's why he's not back for the sequels. Twist. Yeah. 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 He was dead the whole time. 
Well, it's like he died know, in the it's, first it's like, one. They just reveal it. Well, in the no, the one. first one, it's like it's like it's fine, and then the second one, they're like, you know, how could you let this happen again? Look what happens. Your son is dead now because yeah. you're terrible parents. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. It's the real. Oh, lesson. and you know, I I think the interesting fact and is, the bird, the pigeons eat his corpse. I yeah. Believe. No, I think yeah, that's the interesting that's that's the interesting thing. It's like he he actually defeats the bandit, mm-hmm. but the pigeon lady who killed him. Yeah. yeah. So Macaulay Culkin is related to someone who was in the. Nope. Uh, Daniel Stern, okay. uh, Marv from is related to da- is related to David Stern, who, who wrote this episode. Wrote the episode. Who wrote? And Daniel Stern uh, was either already in The Simpsons as a guest star. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, in season two. Because uh, he was the voiceover for The Wonder Years. He did. Oh, vo- he was. Yeah, he does the voiceover for The Wonder Years. The, like, you're like, oh, back in. Oh, this was a crazy time for me. Bart! Growing up. I remember yeah. my first connection. Me? A job? <laughs> me? A job? <laughs> so yeah, he's already guest starred in The in the Simpsons. So. Great. Uh, the scene where Marge is booked in prison uh, references Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. The Coen Brothers film, Raising Arizona. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Baby Come Back by Player. Um, Thelma and Louise and MacGyver. Boom. Referenced. Yeah. All reference. <laughs> ba 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 bam. And now, a little segment I like to call Troy McClure's filmography. Oh my god. Because he got we got two great ones referenced in this episode. And what is that? Um, today we kill, tomorrow we die. <laughs> and Gladys the Groovy Mule. <laughs> Can we? Has I'm sure someone has done this, but is there not a IMDb page for Troy McClure? With all of his movies, his fake movies. I don't think so because IMDb actually is like monitored to be like real things. Piss. Yeah, but I'm sure there's 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 memes all over with like yeah the whole thing all his filmography. Um, there was the there's that picture of him in the Horatio Huffnagel and the Horatio Huffnagel flabtraption (laughs) with all of the um with with claptraption 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 yeah. (laughs) and just and any flab traption. Yeah. It's a flab trabulous one. <laughs> and yeah, it has it has, it has all of the um, That's right. It has all of the, the movies listed behind cool. it. Yeah. Super cool. But I feel like Gladys the Groovy Mule is an iconic one. Yeah. It's, it's one a lot of people remember. <laughs> yeah. And it's a movie I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds and, groovy. Um, Agreed. And that's uh that's Troy McClure that's Troy McClure's filmography. That's right. You gotta get better music for this. <laughs> What well, song is pretty, that? That was Groove. Oh. That was Groovy. Was it specifically groovy. for Groovy Mule? Yeah. Was it the theme of Groovy Mule? Yeah. It is, yeah. No, that was uh, Veni Vidi Vici by The Black Lips. Oh. I like that song. Yeah. I like that song, too. I like that band. They are the grossest band ever. Have you ever seen a live video of them? Wait, I'm thinking of The Black Keys. You're thinking of The Black Keys, yeah. I like that band. Um, that was The Black Lips, um, and Veni, Veni Vidi Vici is... It's a good song, hmm. but they are the most disgusting man. Like this, um, the, their guitarist has this thing where when he's playing live, he just he can't help it, but he just pukes. Gross. It's just this thing that he has. Like it's a it's a disorder, and he and, and he just. And this is the Black Eyed Peas. Yes, hmm. it's Fergie actually. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Uh, what's our favorite joke? Oh, Lord. It's, um... 
It's got to be the uh, erotic awakening of ass. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, my favorite joke is actually a quote I use often in my real life. Completely out of context, because, I mean, Why even not? in context in this episode, it's weird. Um, but that's... <laughs> good day, governor. Yeah. Lube job while you wait. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't so, touch me. <laughs> the phrase, lube job while you wait... Is the is so funny to me? Yeah. For I don't know why. Especially when said in a copy. In a copy accent, I say it all the time to people, and they're just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I often get, "Don't touch me." Um, yeah. <laughs> I should stop doing it to strangers on the bus. Um, so that's my favorite joke, though. Nice. Mm. Just a little throwaway that sticks with me. Um, my favorite joke. That's part of my favorite joke. I love the sequential like things that look like Marge. Hmm. So the like bush. The bush. The, the lady with the terrible haircut. Yeah, the lady with the Bride of Frankenstein hair. Yeah. And then... The ice cream. And then the ice cream man and the... And the All right, and then obviously the British... Yeah, man, British gentleman. British squeaky voice teen. Yeah, I really like... Yeah. Nice. Um, and before we before we wrap up today, um, earlier I, w- I was talking about um, the... Um, the the book about the the the, the Simpsons theology mm-hmm. and that book is called if you're looking for it the gospel according to the Simpsons uh, and it's available on uh, Amazon.com and it's by a guy named Mark Pinsky um, yeah and like there's updated editions of it um, that explore South Park Family Guy and other animated TV shows cool so if you're into a uh, interesting uh, pop culture essay yeah. That sounds actually pretty cool. Neat. Yeah. Great. Um, well, that'll about do it for us here at Two Bad Neighbors. Yeah. Um, we'd like to thank our special guest, Allie Direct, you for joining us today. Um, we look forward to watching Paul the Octopus play some bets. Yes, yeah. we do. And uh, we all learned a little something about each other today. It's true. And please join us next time when we will be talking about Bart the Lover mm-hmm. and Homer at the, at the Bat. bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have any corrections or omissions or suggestions or you'd like to guest on the podcast, please shoot us an email at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com. That's numerical three. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Bad Neighbors Pod. Um, we got retweeted by Bill Oakley. We we was, got retweeted by Bill Oakley, which is pretty great. That is really sweet. For those of you who don't know who Bill Oakley is, why are you listening to this podcast? He uh, makes sunglasses. Let's alienate our <laughs> listeners uh, after we get them finally. Um, <laughs> Bill Oakley was uh, showrunner of The Simpsons uh, during the golden years. What specific seasons do you know? Uh, it was him and Josh Weinstein, 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 Weinstein. Uh, uh, so it would be season five. I think it's, yes. Five, six, seven, somewhere around there in that kind of era. Definitely season five. Great. Or yeah, they would have definitely been part of season five. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's season seven as well yeah. because I, uh, I remember Josh Weinstein talking about hating a joke he wrote uh, mm. Rover Hendrix, mm. which is in the um, Homer Palooza. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, as showrunner, there we go. Um, seventh and eighth. Okay. Seventh and eighth. Oh, so I was right. Your favorite season. That's right. Yeah, eighth season. Mm-hmm. So that must be cool for you. It. Yeah. That's why. It's I, really cool for me too. That's, <laughs> why, that's why I tweeted him. Uh, we also have some really big news that we're not allowed to talk about yet. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just I'm really excited about it. So I want people yeah. to, I want people to get hype. Get, get hype. Yeah. Uh, in the new year, we'll have a a great guest. Yeah. It's, it's going to be it's me, and it's going to be all Xena all the time. It's not going to be Xena or Allie. It's going to be Bruce Campbell. Nope. Also false. Um, oh, my God. That would be Wouldn't great. that be great, though? That would be weird, He's in Calgary great. now. He's filming for Fargo. They finished. They finished. Did they? It's airing no, right now. I'm... It's airing. I just watched the episode with him yesterday. What? Yeah. He plays Ronald Reagan. Did I miss? I told you that his... Reagan impression was going to be on. Oh, I thought he was in town oh, for was... season three. Oh. Season three, I don't think has started production yet. No? So he might come back. But the thing is, the Fargo is like American Horror Story where it's... Uh, Anthology. Yeah, and so like season one is completely removed from season well, if two. Well, they, if they decide to keep it in the 80s, uh, he, he plays Ronald Reagan, Reagan right? yeah. Um, so actually, that's something that we should probably do. Oh, here's, I guess... Um, too bad neighbors behind the scenes because there is no behind the scenes. Um, we should definitely hit up the uh, comic expo this year. Yeah. Um, see if we can drum up some guests that way. Totally. That would be kind of neat. That would be. Anywho, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye.